welcome today to our first podcast in which we address the global challenge providing everyone access to adequate sanitation and a healthy discharge of waste streams, including the fecal matter. Actually, this podcast is a poo cast. It's all about poo. I said we, who is we? Well, your host today are Agrifrol and World Waternet, who are the two organizers of the biannual Safati Sanitation Award that was linked every two years to the Amsterdam International Water Week. And this award is supported by the Water Supply and Sanitation Collaborative Council. My name is Chef Ernest, and I will be your moderator today. Dr. Safati, Dr. Samuel Safati, is our role model. He was a medical doctor, an entrepreneur, and an investor in one and the same person. He was living around 1900, more than a century ago, and he was the first pioneer to address sanitation and business impacting health and economy. He is even a role model for nowadays innovative young entrepreneurs like the three we have on board today, who we met in Amsterdam on the 6th of November when they were nominated for the Safati Award. A welcome to Raul Bricenio from Peru, Muila Lando from Zambia and Ajit Oak from India. Gentlemen, welcome. I think I start, Raul, asking you a question as the CEO of X-Runner in Peru. Um, tell us a little bit, where did your journey actually start and, and, and what is the value proposition that your business is providing? But most important, where is your energy coming from? Please tell us your story. Yeah. Hello, Chef. Uh, thanks a lot for the opportunity. Um, so I joined XRunner in 2015 after doing some work in, in corporate banking and corporate social responsibility. And I joined XRunner because I was really motivated by the fact that XRunner was solving the big urban sanitation challenge in Lima in a creative approach. Uh, what we provide is a container-based sanitation service um, in order to solve the access to, to sanitation by installing toilets, collecting waste, and then disposing it safely. So we provide an accessible and immediate solution to the more than 10 million urban, uh, 10 million people in Peru that lack access to a proper sanitation facility. Wow, that sounds very ambitious. Um, and and, and where, do you, where do you get your energy from? Um, uh, do you see results? Um, do people uh, acknowledge and also uh, value what you are providing? Yes. Systems? Yeah, we right now we are providing the service to approximately 4,000 um, people that are distributed in around 850 households. And we have created a willingness to pay for a market that was previously unattended. Um, households pay $12 a month. And we've realized that we are providing it's 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 really effective, really valuable, uh, and we have a satisfaction rate of more than ninety five percent. So, so people that are using our service are 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 really satisfied and see the results of having a proper sanitation solution through the X Runner model. Well, ninety five percent consumer satisfaction. That is great. 
How is that in Zambia? Let's go to Muila. Muila Lando, you are running Live Clean, uh, providing also services in the urban setting. Um, what is your story, actually? So I'm uh, an ex-banker, chartered accountant, that uh, went and, and founded Live Clean. Uh, so Live Clean, we provide free-paying toilets and showers made from shipping containers, placing them uh, in the peri-urban areas across um, the city. We're obviously trying to expand into many more, but what we've realized is it's beyond just the toilet, it's beyond just the water. It's actually enabling the communities to do much more, providing them with energy, providing them with sanitary pads, providing them with monetary services. So it, we've come to realize that it's a holistic view beyond just uh, the toilet and shower itself. And, and that housing concept, where did it, when did it start? Um, and I mean, what, what moves you uh, to change your, 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 your job from a banker into an entrepreneur um, working with, uh, with low-income uh, customers? Yeah, so maybe firstly with your first question. So what we've done is, as a result of Leave Clean, we've come to realize that the challenge is, is a holistic planning view missing so now what we're trying to do is simply design whole new communities for affordable housing which is going to target the people in the peri-urban areas uh, building these houses from shipping containers in a clean uh, smart model so that it's affordable and providing the houses on a rent-to-own model such that they can they can have them over a, a long lifespan so pay for them as a rental over 20 years mm -hmm. okay Thank you very much. Um, brings us to number three, Ajit. Uh, holistic planning, um, uh, serving thousands of uh, consumers. Uh, your business is quite something else. Actually, you are providing a, a service that helps us to discharge the fecal matter and to give it a second, uh, a second use. Um, what is your story in India, please? Yeah. Thanks, Jeff. Uh, so I'm a, I'm a civil engineer and uh, I've been working in this water and sanitation sector for several year, years now. So uh, I got involved in the project about four or five years back that was looking at various options to uh, address sanitation at a decentralized level, basically fecal waste management, treatment of the waste at decentralized level. Out of that, we uh, developed this idea where we use uh, earthworms, uh, which are called tiger worms, and we call our project and our technology as tiger toilet or tiger biofilter technology, in which we are basically uh, treating uh, human waste at decentralized. And now we've also developed product products which are centralized uh, and making it safe to uh, discharge into the atmosphere. So we are trying to address the real problem in sanitation, which is basically management and making safe the waste that is disposed untreated into the atmosphere. And um, that is uh, scaling. Is it? Is it? Is it growing? Uh, I mean, you you sound very energetic. Um, what 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 is motivating you even today? Oh yeah, as I said, uh, basically sanitation. Uh, I I very firmly believe that sanitation problem is not solved unless 
you have addressed the problem of treating that that waste and that's where we are uh, aiming to take this so you can provide as many toilets as you can you can provide urban sewage and wastewater or fecal sludge collection service but i think unless you have addressed that last mile issue of making it safe to dispose into the atmosphere you have not really addressed the, the problem so therefore we are getting at and uh, you're talking about scale so we started with building toilets in rural india where we were providing digesters which decomposed waste at household level and we have now scaled up the technology to uh, treat urban waste and fecal waste at centralized locations as well so the whole spectrum of trying to address this waste management that's where we are at right now very clear very clear well at uh, as we discussed before we started the podcast at this moment uh, our earth is really in an uh, in a in an emergency state given the coronavirus that is attacking our societies uh, everywhere i mean um, what makes uh, us very much aware how important the hygiene component uh, is uh, if you want to fight uh, a virus like corona and, um, and and that same health message is of course um, already resonating for 40 years of wash messages it was always water safe water and adequate sanitation and a good uh, improved uh, discharge of fecal matter but also uh, hygiene and hygiene today uh, is again all of a sudden now the most important uh, way to fight a virus which underlines and it, it emphasizes the importance of hygiene as a as a healthy um, uh, as a healthy uh, precondition actually um, given that idea sanitation is very much supporting not only SDG 6 but also the SDG um, on health which is the SDG number uh, three uh, but for sure your business is supporting much more SDGs Willa, how is your business affecting other SDGs than the SDG 6 or SDG 3? Can you refer to that one, please? I think one of the key issues that we've come to realize is we, we are touching almost all of them, actually, if not all of them. And one of the core that we've come to realize, in, especially moving to the affordable housing with sanitation at the core of it is, uh, you realize that creating smart cities they're not going to be smart cities if we don't have water and sanitation uh, in there. And, and, and that also starts to help the notion that when you look at a centralized sanitation model and we provide housing which comes with sanitation and everything, we then start mitigating the risk of pandemics like corona that's, uh, that's on, 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 on the offing right now in, in, in the global market. Yeah. But I think with that, we then help uh, de-risk the population from all those issues that uh, come with, with centralized uh, facilities. I think that will be the same in Peru, Raul. Uh, smart cities, uh, SG number 11, but, but what about jobs and, 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 uh, and that kind of things? Can you, uh, can you add a little bit to what Mwila is saying? Yes, I agree with Willa also. Like we've realized that um, in many ways we um, are contributing to a lot of SDGs. Like a particular case in Lima is that we are uh, um, we are a really dry city, 
Uh, we are a dry city that it's constantly growing and it's growing in the marginalized area where we provide that service. So in order to, to, to end poverty, in order to fight climate change, in order to create more sustainable cities, uh, there's this strong need to think outside the box and think about other type of sanitation solutions that are waterless and uh, that are accessible. Um, I think like that is key in order to improve as a city. And this is one of the things that X-Runner has been doing and has been showing uh, that it works and that is what we need as a, as a city. That, I think, will, of course, also resonate in India, isn't it, Ajit? It's very much uh, on, uh, especially in a continent like India, all these other SDG aspects will, uh, will be touched. Can you refer from your perspective to other SDGs? Yeah, indeed. I mean, I couldn't agree more because sanitation is, I think, a core part of uh, every person's life and providing safe sanitation, safe disposal of the waste impacts uh, impacts your life in, in, in more ways than one. I mean, uh, as, as far as uh, SDGs are concerned, I can very clearly see links to SDG 1, which is talking about poverty. And we all know that sanitation uh, has an impact on household economy, and that's been proven through various studies as well. Uh, you have definitely impact on uh, sustainable cities and communities, which is SDG 11, and obviously, of course, uh, health and well-being, which is the uh, SDG 3. So, I mean, uh, these are, you know, very obvious ones, but there are links across the board if you really, you know, lo look carefully into what each SDG is finally trying to achieve there are links across the board. So I think, yes, a very wide impact, I would say. Well, when we met in Amsterdam last year, uh, we discussed very much together how to scale your business. Um, I'm not sure we are now five months later. I'm not sure exactly where your business is right now and what phase you are, but scaling was at that time, and it will be today, still our main challenge, especially if it proves to be successful and it includes willingness to pay and uh, satisfied customers, but also uh, new ways to, to, to add to smart cities, as you said, to add to a waterless uh, economy, to add to climate change adaptation, and so on. Given all these SDGs, it shouldn't be too difficult to scale, actually. I mean, we are serving so many other goals there must be funding enough, there must be money enough, there must be willingness enough. Um, I would like to ask you all three of you, where are you right now and what stage are you right now? And what, what is the biggest dilemma or the biggest problem you are facing right now? And maybe maybe you have a message for, for, for us, Water, uh, Waternet, uh, World Waternet, or Aqua for All, or the Water Supply Sanitation Collaborative Council. Maybe you have also a message for the audience. So, um, given that, uh, maybe I would like to start with uh, Ajit again. Ajit, um, where are you now and what is your message? Oh, well, we are, uh, as I mentioned earlier also, we, are, uh, we have sort of uh, developed our product to address at various scales. And that's where we are trying to go. We're trying to look for partnerships. We are trying to look for resources to scale up. Uh, and to go in uh, in large ways. Since we met in uh, in Amsterdam, we have been able to expand to uh, two or three more states and do some major projects. But I think there is a need to partner with uh, 
uh, with other companies, agencies who can help us scale very, very rapidly. Uh, in the sense of providing, you know, uh, uh, helping all this to, to scale up, I think the most important thing is for the local governments and the people who are taking decisions around this to consider new technologies, new approaches uh, more favorably and provide basically a level playing field for people like us to pitch in with our uh, uh, solutions, which we are very confident can make a big impact on um, on the whole uh, the whole uh, activities towards improving sanitation and safe waste disposal. Raul, um, listening to Ajit, I mean, uh, yes, there must be more space for new approaches, new technologies, in spite of not yet having all the bylaws to accompany such development. And that also includes that there must be some level playing field. Do you recognize that? Because you are providing a new technology through container-based systems. Um, you are uh, very much the oppos opposite of a large infrastructure. Uh, w in what stage are you at this moment and do you recognize what Ajit just mentioned? Yep, so we are in, a, in an expansion moment, in a really interesting expansion moment now. It's, it's, it's really important to get um, external support in order to keep scaling. Um, and one of the most challenging things is that uh, there are not a lot of international um, organizations that focus a lot on Latin America and, and in Peru because we are now considered a upper level middle income country. Um, so, so that have been quite difficult for us in terms of finding partners to support our growth. Um, it's been quite difficult also to collaborate with the government because they are really focused on, on, on unfortunately, they are really focused on the sewage, uh, even though that we are generating um, a lot of evidence to show the importance of thinking about alternative solutions uh, for, the urban, for, for, the, for the urban contexts. And, and, and having said you are looking for supportive uh, uh, partners, do you have very specific uh, kind of partners in mind? Um, the, no, not really some specific partners in mind, just we are we are open to to have conversations and to discuss about our plans and 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 our impact in order to to collaborate with potential partners or potential funders um, around the world that are interested in in public health and and, sanita and sanitation access. Yeah. Let's turn to to live clean again. Um, Willa, maybe also for you the same question. Um, in what stage is your, your business right now? And do you have a, a message? And is that message a little bit in line with what Ajit and Raul said? Yes, I think um, we are definitely scaling on live clean side and on eco city development. Um, but I think the biggest challenge across and i think it 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 may be a sub semester that everybody has stated which i think i i feel is important for us to state is the the sector itself needs to rethink as to what direction we need to take because when you look at it it's like the companies are competing with the cso's for the same money uh and competing again with the cso's and the governments again for the same talent so what needs to be created is a harmonization process where in my view, the CSOs and the government should focus on regulation 
and the private sector SME startups should focus on driving the business. That way we're going to see more efficient. Because what currently happens, even in some cases, is you find money is given to a CSO organization, which has got a three-year program. The moment they exit, then that's the end. Then you find they've distorted the market. A private sector player will try and go there and they'll say, we can't pay for that because we've, we've been having a free service. So before we completely destroy the market, there needs to be a call of action for everybody to sit down and rethink this process. Otherwise, um, sanitation is going to become a tough, a, a tough thing to deliver. And the second issue goes back to how we've ended up developing EcoCity. It is not a toilet issue and it's not a water issue. I think the issue is about holistic development with smart city development at the core of it in how everything and all services are provided. Because the moment you provide water, you need to provide waste management services. How is that waste going to go? Where is it going to be? Who's going to handle it? So if we're going to talk about circular economy, we need to see that this, the process starts from thinking about a smart city and the secular city. So it's not just about where does the water come from, where does the toilet come from. Yeah, thank you. Well, this is, um, this is a, a really appeal to the sector. As you said, we have to rethink our directions. We, have, we are all aiming on the same talent and the same money, but apparently it's not just a solution for water sanitation, but it really needs some kind of a helicopter overview and have a holistic holistic view on that. I like that that holistic, that, that appeal for a holistic uh, view. Um, maybe it's, it's, it's a pity, but the time is up. Um, I think all three of you, you call for action and you put quite some emphasis on the role of governments, but also on the role for the supporting partners, not to destroy the market, as Mouila just said a minute ago, but also to, um, to help new approaches to emerge and, and to scale. Um, I thank you all for making time for us and sharing with us your story and sharing with us your, your appeal to what is needed for the next 10 years. I also would like to thank Aquafall, of course, and World Waternet to uh, allow us to, uh, to start with this first Poolcast um, uh, edition. Uh, I hope some entrepreneurs will be able to listen to this podcast and get inspired by you, by Raul, by you, Ajit, or by you, Muila, and of course, to get inspired still by Safati. Uh, I wish you all a big success. I, I hope you keep up and stay in touch with us. And I would like to thank the audience who is going to listen to this podcast. If you feel an, an agitation to react, please do so. Just refer to the Poocast Safati, and uh, there will certainly be a response when you uh, when you approach Aqua for All or World Waternet. On behalf of them and on behalf of the participants, I thank you very much for um, helping us and, and listening to us. And uh, I hope to hear from you soon in the next Poocast. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm.